I wanted to hear a little bit about, you know, digital citizenship, you know, as educators, we have, it's everyone's responsibility to help our students be aware and informed um, with that sense of knowledge. But how are you also helping your teachers be aware of their digital footprint and their social, their roles in social media? Mm -hmm. um, not just outside of the classroom, but in the classroom as well. Mm -hmm. Well, um, we're, I'm always encouraging my staff to really be aware of, you know, using every moment, every moment in their classroom. For example, I sh shared my Facebook page with my students in class the other day, and I was like, okay, y'all, this picture of me on the it has a filter on it. I don't look like that. I wish my nose looked like that, but it doesn't. But it has a beautiful filter. On it. Um, but this picture of me, you see those wrinkles? Those are real. That's the real me. And um, when you go through Facebook, you're seeing the Sports Center highlights. You're not seeing um, the real deal all the time. And I also post, you know, post this with my teachers of. You know, how do you want to be seen by your community? Do you want to be seen as a professional or not? Because if you want to be seen as a professional, you have to brand yourself on social media. You have to brand yourself out in the community as a leader for our students. Um, so I have our Facebook page and everything on lockdown. It has to come through me because I don't want anything negative coming out about anything on our school or anything like that. And it took a while to, you know, great people, but it took a while to say, okay, you know what, just everything you think doesn't need to be online. I'm sorry that you're sad that we took the garden out of the front and replaced it with something else, but it doesn't need to be put on our Facebook page. So it's a learning process. We haven't been taught digital citizenship like what our children need now. So we're all learning together. Hold um, Twitter makeovers for staff where they come in and we do a new picture and we talk about what a proper username should look like, how to really promote themselves as professionals online, and how to use that to learn from other professionals in the field all over the world. Where, how did you come, about, come up with that idea? <laughs> well, um, a few years ago, I was at the NC Ties Conference, and I um, had read the Innovator's Mindset to prepare for um, the keynote speaker, George and he, I went to a session that he hosted on Twitter, and before that session, my Twitter handle that I knew that I used was Wild was Wildcats. And he was like, you're not, that's not you, though. That's your school. You're not always going to be at White Oak. You need a Marcia Serkin. This is not a good place to make your Twitter name free to ride biker chick or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it needs to be a real picture of you. And it, you know, it needs to be, you know, someone should be able to look at your Twitter um, page and see what you believe in see what you fight for and see what you share with the world to change it for good so that really stuck with me so I changed my Twitter that day I got a new one I still have the book that I post as the school but you know I may not be here forever and I want that to stay even when I'm not here so um, 
we we really have worked on that in our school system and you know convincing people some others that we need that you need a twitter account has is not always the easiest thing but for example i was speaking with some ag teachers at the high school about a month ago and they're like why do i need twitter and i said well i discovered how you could 3d print a garden outside on twitter this 3d printing machine will um, plant will plow your garden will plant your garden will water your garden you can design it on the computer it will alert you when it's time to be harvested and everything and i learned about that on twitter and i would not have known about it otherwise and they're like oh maybe i should look into this and then I'm like, I have an iPhone 10. I can take a picture right now in portrait mode, and we can put that put that on there. That is way too cool. I I feel like you know you and I are very connected on Twitter, and so I I feel like I see a lot of what you're doing. But now I feel like I need to go back and take another look. Um, and so because you're also talking about Twitter. You, you talked about sort of the messaging, the branding that's associated. What you want your Twitter to say about you. Uh, what do you what do you think your Twitter what's your Twitter message what does what does your Twitter say about you what do you want people to know about you um, that education is a great place to be children can change the world for good and we're here to help guide them along the way schools are awesome that's great that's a powerful message I like it Heck yeah last last question I have for you Marcia. For as a Nearpod champion, if um, if there's somebody who's just getting started with Nearpod, what what advice do you have for them? Don't be afraid. Um, you guys have done Nearpod has already done all the hard work. Um, it's a great step to go from sit and get to what's good for kids. Nearpod has great opportunities and avenues to encourage great conversation in your classroom, research, real world experiences, and digging deeper into learning. So don't be afraid, jump in and try it. I feel like that's also a part of your kind of a, a motto for you too, right? A little bit of who you are. Uh, and I think just seeing, have witnessed you firsthand and experiencing the, the passion that you have um, you know, for education as a whole, it's very infectious. So um, on that note, Marsha, uh, we really appreciate you and your time. Um, you certainly made us laugh and had quite a, a few cool ideas that we're hoping others can benefit from. Um, before we say, uh, say goodbye, is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? Yes. Um, in the book, Innovator's Mindset, there's a quote that opens up chapter, not Innovator's Mindset, sorry, Innovate Inside the Box by George Kuros and Katie Kovac. On the very first page of chapter 11, it opens up with this quote. I read it to my students today. I always did something I was a little not ready to do. I think that's how you grow. When there's that moment of, wow, I'm not really sure I can do this. And you push through those moments, that's when you have a breakthrough. And that's from Marissa Mayer. And um, I just, that really spoke to me. I wanted to share it with everybody who's willing to listen today. Thank you guys so much for having me on this podcast. I'm honored, 
humbly honored and I really appreciate all that you're doing and all the support that you send my way. Thank you, Marcia. Thank that, you. I think that quote is a, a beautiful way to wrap up and it's just case in point of why we love you and why we love working with you. I love you guys too. <laughs> so thank you so much, Marcia.